to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of the Embody Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating or a written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of, any and all feedback is welcome. That feedback gets the show organically into more ears and more souls across the world. So in today's episode, I want to unpack something that is fundamental to somatic experiencing work, but also what I'm really coming into experience with a few of my clients, and I'm sure that those of you out there listening have might have experienced this without even consciously knowing that you're experiencing it, but when we are so focused on becoming conscious and doing our quote-unquote healing work there becomes this shadow of that where we're really looking for something to be wrong and you know we bring our lists into the sessions of like what has gone wrong over the week or the things that we need to work on and while that has its own space and that's fine I'm really curious about what happens if we settle into the space of what if nothing is wrong and can we be with receiving these spaces of what's called in somatic experiencing resource so in SE work the way that Peter Levine had it set up is that when we move into these nervous system dysregulated states there is this thing called the trauma vortex and the trauma vortex swirls and in the Jungian world I look at that as when we're getting kind of caught up in a complex and so whatever our trauma vortex is there are certain emotions and experiences associated with that particular vortex. In SE work the intention is to create a counter vortex So a resource vortex where there is safety, there is regulation, there is space to come out of the trauma vortex and recognize that things aren't dangerous in the present moment and there can be safety and we can receive that safety in the present moment. So what happens is that often we live so long in our trauma vortex that when we start to move out of the trauma vortex, it's hard to recognize that the present moment and what it's offering is safe. And that's the point of starting the SE journey with a really solid resource well. Because then when you dip into or you find yourself going into the trauma vortex, there's an adequate counter vortex that's kind of balancing that energy that's pulling the nervous system into dysregulation. And so an example of this is I was working with 
a client. So we were working with this inner critic and inner judge, and this inner critic and inner judge convinced her that she was fat, ugly, and disgusting. And for the majority of her life, 90% of the time, she would go along with that narrative, accepting and going along with unconsciously that she was fat, ugly, and disgusting. It's interesting because I asked her, are there any moments that you remember or recognize where you didn't feel fat, ugly, and disgusting? And she had a really hard time thinking of a time or times or experiences of not feeling that way. And she actually got to one and we were able to to be with that. But she said that um, it comes and it goes away in about a millisecond. It really doesn't last long. It, it goes away very, very fast. And I asked her, you know, in relationship to other people, like, have you ever received a compliment or have you ever felt really good in the presence of others? And she said that her boyfriend tells her she's beautiful often and she'll smile and she'll feel really happy about that. But again, less than a minute, she goes into this place where she doesn't believe him because she gets pulled into this trauma vortex that is associated with the inner critic, the inner judge, and associated with the narrative that she is fat, ugly, and disgusting. And what I'm speaking about here in this podcast is when we start to move through these trauma vortexes, so if we've lived 90% of our life in that vortex, and we start to heal that, it's going to feel like new and uncharted territory in the resource space. So it's going to feel very foreign and like we can't trust those moments in which we feel other than what the trauma vortex made us feel. We were being with that experience and, and trying to consciously track the somatic experience and the sensations associated with what it's like when she actually feels beautiful and grounded and confident. And it was very fast. Like it went right back into the trauma vortex. This podcast, what I'm trying to advocate for is oftentimes when we think of doing trauma healing, we think of just cannonballing into the negative and into that trauma vortex to like integrate it, sort it out, work through it. And if we can turn towards those resourced sensations of what it feels like to be grounded, to feel beautiful, to feel present with yourself in this moment outside of the narrative that's housed within the trauma vortex and feel a felt sense of what that feels like and take a moment to look around and recognize that it's actually safe to feel those feelings of feeling resourced and feeling nourished and feeling held in that moment, then we start to create this increased capacity to trust those resource moments as we navigate our life. What that does over time is we start to internalize those resourced experiences. They become more safe to hold and contain in our body and that helps counterbalance us when we're navigating life and we experience a trigger. It's not that 
our triggers completely go away. We just increase the capacity to be with those experiences and have that sense of resource, that sense of groundedness, that sense of safety, that sense of awareness in relation to the trauma. It's very important in this work to focus on that resource almost more so for most people than the trauma itself. Because if you get resourced enough, if you feel safe enough, and then you titrate a little, if you go a little bit to the edges of trauma, then you integrate that back into resource and your capacity to move through that. Then what happens is by the time that you actually get to the big T trauma experience, whatever it was, or all these little T trauma experiences, it really doesn't have that much charge to it because you've been slowly building resource to to be with it. From a Jungian and adept psychological sense, when you're working with complexes, those complexes are equivalent to being sucked in the trauma vortex. And so when we're working with complexes, it's very important to recognize that there is a sense of safety around the complex, that you can be aware of the complex, that that complex isn't all of you. It's an aspect of our psyche that we're bumping up against, but complexes make us feel, so given the example that I used earlier with my client, criticism complex. This inner critic makes us feel as if we are so small and it is so big that it's pretty much pointless to stand up to the complex. It's, it's pointless to confront the complex. And what happens if you create a safety of being in resource, then when you start to confront those complexes, you don't feel so small. You feel like you have ground underneath you. You can stay in your body and you can be with the complex material. And again, this is so nuanced and subtle because especially in the the Jungian sense, our complexes kind of swallow our ego and convince us that we think that, that we think that we're fat, ugly, and disgusting. But actually, we need to have a nuanced awareness of that is the trauma vortex swirling and pulling our sense of I into that. And so can we maintain a felt sense of ourselves in relationship to to the, the traumatic material, whatever it is? It can be that criticism, it can be judgment, it can be any type of emotion that, that pulls us right out of resource. It can be anything. I'll use another client example here. One of my clients went through a really traumatic experience with the birth of her daughter and spent years in this very panicked, overwhelmed state. And so for her, when things are okay, there is this this energy that, that starts to circle, like don't attach to the okayness too much because something bad is going to happen. And so we can recognize that that is part of the trauma vortex. And what that does, if she identifies with that, that just reinforces her deeper into the panic and overwhelm. And so she becomes over-identified with these emotions that are associated with the trauma vortex. And so a lot of our work in our session was to feel a felt sense of what it's like to be okay what it's like to feel the okayness. 
And I was telling Rick about doing this podcast and he had a a question. He was like, well, what if things aren't okay? And it's really interesting because our nervous systems are built to survive. And so our bodies are actually really good at knowing when things are dangerous. But what happens is when, when traumatic experiences get concretized into the nervous system, that really changes the way that we see things as safe or dangerous. So if we are living with chronic trauma, we we look around and we think everything's dangerous. And I told him that there's really a difference between things not being okay or like a sense of not okayness and these internalized experiences or narratives or complexes or parts of the psyche that convince us we're not okay. Because that, to me, the latter, the things that are convincing us that we're not okay when things ultimately around us are safe, is part of the trauma vortex that's trying to pull the ego in and suck it down into believing that things aren't okay when they actually are. And so we can recognize simultaneously that there is a sense of resource and safety with this part of us that is convinced that something's wrong that's why I think the orienting response and SE work of just taking a look around you in this moment is anything around you presenting a a threat or a danger and typically if not we can kind of go into that resource space find a sense of groundedness and often people who have a lot of trauma in their nervous system won't stay in that resource place for very long the trauma will try to pull them out and so it's have an awareness of when this these inner experiences try to pull us out and then coming back into resource and slowly 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 increasing your resource well your counter vortex your capacity to hold a sense of safety to trust in that sense of safety to trust in the okayness of the present moment if you are a person that has lived with big t small t any type of trauma and have a hard time being in the present moment with what is even though it's presenting as logically safe like there's no danger around but there's still a sense of danger I think that's that's the invitation to start to do some of this somatic experiencing work to do some of this embodiment work for me personally, working with my one-on-one clients, I like to incorporate the depth psychological Jungian perspective with this somatic work because it kind of rounds out and offers a holistic approach. So because sometimes being in the imaginal space is a little bit safer than being in the body for some people. And so using the archetypes and the imagination is actually a resource in itself that you can do trauma healing and do body work without necessarily explicitly doing body work anyway that's my approach but if you are a person that has experienced this and you are interested in doing some one-on-one work I have one spot that I'm opening up for one-on-ones in March and you can head to the show notes to learn about that one-on-one process and find the link to apply and we can set up a call and have a conversation about what that looks like so again and for all of you out there who are trying to navigate this traumatizing world, 
just know that it takes a lot of courage and strength to do some of this work but it doesn't always have to be cannonballing into the darkness it's actually increasing a capacity to hold the resource so i hope that you guys have an amazing week and we will talk on sunday bye guys